who come to this happy place, welcome. I'm Brooks. I'm Kelsey, and together we are Walkers, Walkers on, on Main, Main Street. Street, a Disney podcasting couple hoping to bring a little magic to wherever you're listening from. We hope you'll join us as we leave the world of today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Jumbo friends, hope everyone had a adventurous Memorial Day weekend. Because if we learned anything from Carl and Ellie, life's an adventure. So yeah, uh, this Memorial Day weekend, I went out of town with my brother and some of our friends and cousins to celebrate him getting married this month. So congratulations, Jacob and Neoma. Or Janoma, whichever you want to call them. That's right. Or Nakob, but we prefer Janoma. <laughs> but yeah, we... A uh, few of us got together and we went to Greenville, North Carolina, not South Carolina, North Carolina. And we rented a house on Airbnb, just had a good time hanging out, uh, played a lot of pool. But we also spent a lot of time hanging out at this antique store that we found in downtown Greenville. And it just goes to show that Disney will find you wherever you go because they had... Uh, some decent Disney stuff. Uh, I was able to find some things to bring home to Kelsey. Uh, found a, don't know what year, but looks pretty old, Mickey Mouse coin jar. Or not jar, but figurine. A Mickey and Friends comic book from the 1970s with Goofy on it. And then the P.S. Resistance. A 1999 Fiesta Mickey and Minnie lunchbox and it has the rest of the Fab Five on the side. So I was like five when this lunchbox came out and I was not five. <laughs> I feel like it screams my childhood. <sighs> yes. And drinking coffee from my first ever Disney mug today. <laughs> While Brooks was hanging with the guys, I took the weekend and um, just kind of relaxed. I did go see Corella on Saturday night with um, a dear friend of mine and thoroughly enjoyed the movie. So much so that she dragged me to the movie on Tuesday night. I mean, it was $5 movie night. It was such a good movie. I did not mind seeing it twice. And to be honest with you, I'm not one of those who tends to watch something over and over again. So the fact that I wanted to see it twice in itself should say um, something great about it. But Brooks came up with the idea of wanting to do a spoiler-free review on Corella, And I'm just going to tell you this. I'm probably not going to be very good at this. <laughs> So, we wanted to give our thoughts on the movie without giving anything away. Um, I can't stand whenever a movie comes out and people are immediately posting spoilers about it. Um, I will say this movie may be a little bit of a hot take. Um, I was not that into going to see it uh, in theaters. Um, I just, it was one movie that didn't. For some, just really didn't appeal to me. And I was very pleasantly surprised with this movie. And on the opposite end, I would say I w this was one of those that 
I was very attracted to. I've always had a thing for the villains in the movie. I tend to, um, when we are um, picking out Disney outfits, trying to Disney bound in the parks, um, or even just if I had to pick a favorite character, I tend to be drawn to the villains just because of the backstory that's always untold. So the idea of knowing the backstory of Corella and why she is the way she is was so mysterious to me and something that made it a must-see for me. So, like I said, we're going to do spoiler-free, so we're not giving anything away with the movie. Um, But I will say it was very well done. The cinematography of it was incredible. They did a very good job with it. Uh, They picked a very good actress to play Corella, um, Emma Stone did a phenomenal job. Well, she's very quirky in her own right. She definitely has a very a distinct personality, and it tends to come through in the characters that she plays. And I would say that the quirkiness of her as an individual and the quirkiness of Corella and the, what we just know of her from 101 Dalmatians without even addressing this particular movie, they the two could not have been paired better. I mean, she is the actor that really fulfilled this role and what I feel like Disney was trying to do with it. Yeah, so, again, it was made very well, and they they picked a good ensemble to play the cast. Um, looking back, I really couldn't think of anyone that would be better in the roles than who they picked. Um, and they just did a very, very good job and kind of showing Corella and how she would become the person that we all know from 101 Dalmatians and forward. One of the things I really appreciate about appreciate about the movie is the fact that it was not very gimmicky. A lot mm-hmm. of these remakes or sequels or pre I guess prequels um, tend to um, be a little gimmicky um, in order to tie the movie in. But it was very tied in in the fact of course, of course you have the characters that show up in 101 Dalmatians. You have a couple of sayings that Corella is notorious for in 101 Dalmatians, you know, throughout the script of this movie. But Honestly, the ultimate connection and how it relates to 101 Dalmatians is very subtle in the fact that this movie could stand on its own if you had not watched 101 Dalmatians or even if you were one of those weird people who hated 101 Dalmatians, you could still find a... um a respect and a love for this particular movie. And I told Brooks and I do not take it back. This was definitely a 10 out of 10 for me and something I thoroughly appreciate. I do think that it probably lends itself a little more to women. And um, the reason I say that is because it has some aspects of it that women are typically drawn to in movies. And I'm not trying to be sexist in saying that, but I just know that there are things that I was drawn to about the movie without revealing those things that Brooks just necessarily wouldn't be drawn to in everyday life, whether it was in a movie or not. And, I mean, as, it just wasn't one... That, I mean, you could say it, it's the difference between appealing more to the female gender, but, it again, it just wasn't one that, when I saw trailers, I thought it would be a good movie, but not one that screamed to me, I want to see this in theaters. Um, but... 
again, I was very pleasantly surprised. I don't know if I would rank it a 10 out of 10. Um, but I would say probably 7, 7.5. Again, good movie, and I would highly suggest seeing it. Even if you don't see it in theaters, highly suggest watching it on Disney Plus or renting it when it comes out. Support the very few rental places that are left. And if you're local to the Augusta area, our um, movie theaters here in town, Riverwatch and Evan Cinema, both have Tuesday $5 movie nights. We highly suggest going and seeing a movie there that, um, you know, you wouldn't necessarily want to spend the full ticket price on going to see. Give it a chance. And maybe we'll see you at the movies. But... Uh, that wasn't the I only get the feeling that that was like a movie reference yes. and I didn't catch it and I don't get it. Yes. It, w- it was a reference. I believe it was Siskel and Ebert. They would say, see you at the movies. They were movie critics and they would give stuff thumbs up. Okay. So even though we gave you guys a spoiler free review, that's not the purpose of, um, today's episode and not what we're, um, shooting for as far as entertainment. If we sat here and gave you our vague review on a movie for 30 minutes, I'm sure you'd hate it as much as we would. (laughs) Or or Kelsey would hate it as much because we were talking about doing this and I said, we should do a spoiler free review. She's like, how do you do a review without giving spoilers? I was like, you just tell someone what you thought of the movie without giving it away. Because let's be honest, I want to do a play-by-play of each scene and tell you what I loved and hate, but that would be considered a spoiler. And yet, whenever I describe movies and TV shows to people, you mock me. Yes. We but, won't get into details on that. I have yeah, my reasoning. I, I'm I'm known as either TiVo or the human jukebox because I hear a song on the radio and, and I can sing along with it. I can recount stuff from movies and TV shows at the drop of a hat. Yet I struggle sometimes with everyday stuff like remembering sometimes who I'm related to. All right, guys. So for today's episode, we came up with a few would you rathers. So yeah, the premise of it is you come up with two items and you say, would you rather do this or do that? Or would you rather have this or have that? And Kelsey has a full list of stuff that She's going to ask, and I'm going to come up with stuff off the top of my head. So for the sake of today's episode, I did keep it to 15 would-you-rather questions. I don't know if I'm going to come up with 15. (laughs) So I broke these would-you-rathers into three categories. I am going to um, also post these in the stories on our Instagram account so that you can participate and let us know which one you'd rather do. Maybe you have a hot take and don't. Um, prefer what everyone else would prefer or maybe you can help me prove Brooks wrong in the fact that I'm probably right even if he disagrees. Well, I mean these are opinions. I don't know if there's really a right or wrong answer. Well, you could say opinion dictates what we do in the park. Again, I feel like there's no right or wrong answer because is there something wrong to do in the park besides getting the turkey leg or going on It's a Small World? Well, I feel like the appropriate answer to this is, honey, is that what you like to do? Sure. Let's go do it. And that's why I've done It's a Small World over Peter Pan every single time. (laughs) All right. So here's what I think we should do. 
I'll ask the five would you rathers. We'll give our opinion. Maybe we agree. Maybe we don't agree. And at the end of each category, you will do a would you rather that you make up off the top of your head. An ultimate would you rather. Okay. I feel like mine are going to be a little more in depth than yours. So mine are very realistic. Yours are going to be, I have a feeling, kind of off the wall. Oh, yeah. There's no other way to do would you rather. All right. So our first category First of all, let me say this before we go into the different categories. I have one rule around this. Oh, good gosh. When you choose what you choose, mm-hmm. you can only give a one-sentence reason why you would choose what you did. Emphasis on the one sentence. We aren't going to Pro- elaborate. Protest to the one-sentence rule. Nope. We're going to have to get through all of these in a timely manner. So one sentence. Second protest. No. Final protest. You lost. Okay. One sentence as to why you chose, if it needs an explanation. I mean, if I say it, then it's the truth. So, (laughs) because as they say in Hercules, that's the gospel truth. Okay. So first we're going to discuss snacks. Number one, in frozen treats, Dole Whip or LeFou's Brew? Oh, good gosh. (laughs) Uh, you go first. So I'm going to go with Dole Whip on this one just because it's a classic. It's something, it was one of those first treats that I knew of, like when we first went to Disney. So, hmm. While I love LeFou's Brew, I even kept my first souvenir mug from my first LeFou's Brew. The last time we went, I feel like they changed it. It wasn't as good as it was the last previous times we have gone. So because of that, I'm going to go actually with Dole Whip as well because there are so many different variations of Dole Whip and you can get like a Dole Whip shake. You can, they come up with different areas and I've definitely gone over the one sentence. And you I broke do, that like and seven, I, seven sentences ago. <laughs> uh, I was, I'm covering her mouth so I can continue to speak. But yeah, I'm going to go with Dole Whip and I'm sorry, LeFou's Brew, I love you. <laughs> All right. Talking about coffee, Joffrey's or Starbucks? Oh, again, I'm going to break my one sentence, but I'm going to go with Joffrey's. Um, I've not made it. I've never been shy about this opinion. Starbucks is my least favorite of all the fast service coffees. Um, Their distinct flavor, I feel like is burnt coffee. Uh, that being said, I will drink Starbucks coffee. I do like the specialty drinks, but I, I definitely prefer Joffrey's all day, every day. So for me, I choose Joffrey's one sentence, their donut and drink comp- um, combinations and the creativity behind them are really attractive to me. Even before I was a coffee drinker, I was attracted to the items that they had on the menu. So for that reason, Joffrey's. But I will say the Starbucks and downtown and well, not downtown Disney it used to be downtown Disney, but Disney Springs, they come up with very unique drinks there. And those are always very good. <laughs> so talking about all things Mickey shaped mm-hmm. Mickey waffles or the Mickey pretzel. Mickey waffles. Me too. I think they kind of speak for themselves. Yeah. The only thing that's attractive about the Mickey pretzel is the plastic cheese that comes with Whoa, it. Oh, hot take. I I do enjoy a Mickey pretzel, but I I really want a Mickey waffle maker. True. Okay. 
I'm going to call this category rolled question mark. Spring rolls <laughs> from the spring roll cart in Adventureland or lobster roll. Um, have we ever had the spring roll in Adventureland? Yes, we have. When? We shared a, two of them. One was a pizza and one was a cheeseburger. And it wasn't our last trip, but the trip before that. Because I, I wanted them. I thought we couldn't get them because it was no, closed. No, not the last trip it was closed. Oh. But the trip before that, we had them. Um, so for me, considering, unfortunately, how forgettable that was, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with lobster roll. All right. So I think the lobster roll was great. But I'm a fan of a spring roll. I liked it so much the first time that we had it that we looked for it the second time. So for me, I'm going to go with spring rolls. Now, if you had gone the egg rolls from the egg roll car in Epcot or lobster roll, I would have gone with the egg rolls. Y'all, it's not even a secret item menu, but it's like a like... And I, I think it's the panda and tea cart because they also have boba tea. It's overshadowed. Like, I feel like it's not given as much credit. It's overlooked. Those um, egg rolls are fantastic and they are on the menu year round. Yeah. So it's outside the China Pavilion, um, I believe. Yes. China Pavilion. And we got them when we were in line for the Frozen Rod. And... They're just one of the cheapest things you can get in Disney, too. And they are some of the tastiest. All right. So let's talk about classic treats. Popcorn or churro? Um, considering we never really get the churro, but we always go for the popcorn. I'm going to say popcorn. Me, too. Solely because popcorn buckets, hands down, one of my favorites. But then the refills on the popcorn we do collect the popcorn buckets. Our latest one was Simba, and it is sitting currently in our kitchen <laughs> or the dining room. So now it's time for my uh, Would You Rather, and I'm going to go with Would You Rather go in Magic Kingdom and only be able to ride It's a Small World from open to close. So that's the only thing you can do all day. Or be able to do everything else, but you have to eat one entire turkey leg. I'd eat the turkey leg even though I'd hate every minute of it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I know you'd do that. Anything yeah. to avoid. Any, yeah, I mean, you could you could give me almost anything, and I would say, eat that rather than the only thing I'm allowed to do is, uh, it's a small world. <laughs> I feel like the next time I go on that will be with my kid, or someone's kid. I would never ride it, kidless ever again. <laughs> All right. I think the only time Brooks has ever agreed to ride that ride is when he's tired and he needs a break. And he knows if he goes on it, he can shut his eyes while I'm entertained for a few minutes. Well, like for 15 minutes, because I feel like you're on there for 15 minutes or hours. <laughs> All right. Next category, rides. 
So when I paired these rides, I tried to pair just kind of like the, the snacks, things that had, you know, common characteristics. So for our first one, I did dark rides. All right. So we have Space Mountain or Rocking Roller Coaster. Which one would you go for? Ooh. Um, now we're talking about uh, Disney World Space Mountain? Yes. Okay. Um, I would go Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, I will say as I've gotten lighter, I do enjoy Space Mountain even more. Um, it was one of the first roller coasters I ever remember riding and I can, I laugh still to this day of my brother reenacting me on that ride. Um, but the theming of it, the theming on it with Walt Disney World is just kind of bland. So, and they have so many other different variations at other parks. So I'm going to go with Rock and Roller Coaster. All right, so I'm going to go with Rocking Roller Coaster as well, just because I enjoy the pre-show to this um, actual ride. And then another thing I just have to note about dark rides, a dark ride with Brooks is has even more anticipation than you typically would have on any other ride, because he always sits in front of me, and I can tell when we're about to drop by the tone in his voice. Or my head disappearing. Well, I can't see your head in the first place. You can see the silhouette of my head. Well, I'm not looking at your head. Oh, love you too, babe. <laughs> All right. Next. Classic rides. Spaceship Earth or Carousel of Progress? It's like picking between your favorite children. Good thing you don't have any. <laughs> no, no. I do have three animals. Um, I'm going to let you go first. Mine's Carousel of Progress all the way. I do appreciate Spaceship Earth. However, Carousel of Progress is one of those that will never get old to me. And, I mean, it's not even up to date. But the history that surrounds it is one of those things that you just can't get past. Hmm. Uh, this one, this has been the hardest one so far. Um, it's... They're two of the ones that, honestly, they rank one and two um, with those type of rods. But, obviously, one is first and one is second. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Carousel of Progress as well. Hey, that one hurt. <laughs> All right. So, moving on to some of the newest rods and also those that use video technology, the newest video technology capabilities, Flight of Passage or Rise of the Resistance? Oh, good gosh. Um, I'm going to let you go first on this one, too. I'm going to say Rise of the Resistance, and that might be a shocker. I do love Flight of Passage for what it is. However, Rise of the Resistance, I feel like it's an extension of Batuu itself, and it helps you become even more immersed in that land, and I just have this great appreciation for the level of detail that's when you step into Batuu that's carried into that ride. Um... I'm going to go with Rise of the Resistance as well. Um, while both of them are amazing rides, uh, Star Wars over Avatar. All right. Next, the mountains are calling and we must go. Mount Everest or Splash Mountain? Ooh. Um, 
If we're going solely based on the experience of the rod, um, I'm going to go Mount Everest. Really? Uh, in one of our lost episodes, we did a bracket of all the rods, and I think Splash Mountain was actually the winner out of all of those. Um, but, I mean, just going off of the rod itself, the experience, Splash Mountain is incredible. But if you just have to put, if I just have to ride one or the other in one day, I'm going to go with Mount Everest. I would honestly pick Splash Mountain just because I love the drop. I love the entertainment. I love the music. I love the theming around it. And I also am super psyched for what it's going to become. Yeah, we may have to revisit this question once they do the retheming for Splash Mountain. Yep. So now we're talking about coasters that are movie themed. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Slinky Dog Dash? Hmm. I feel like I definitely know your answer because I know your thoughts on one of those rides. Um... Both of them, maybe Hot Take, are not my favorites. Right. Um, I've only ridden Seven Dwarfs Mine Train once, and that was our last trip because I couldn't fit on it before this before this last trip. Um, and while to me it's, I mean it's cool. It's just extremely short. Uh, so I'm gonna go with um, Slinky Dog. I'm a winner for Slinky Dog. Um, the one hot take I will express this um, episode is I'm not a fan of Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. It's overrated. It's short. I don't like it. Our experiences with it in the past haven't been that great, which probably overshadow a lot of the way that I feel. And honestly... I'd rather sleep on the couch with my dog who's snoring across the room than go and wait in line for that ride. I mean, who wants to wait 75 minutes for like a three minute ride? Oh, you're being very generous with it, giving it three minutes. <laughs> However, if it meant I get to be in Magic Kingdom, I would go ride it. All right. So give us your creative, would you rather, Brooks? <sighs> All right. So, this is for Kelsey, because I know she's not really a fan of either of these. Okay. Uh, would you rather sit through It's Tough to Be a Bug or sit through uh, Muppets Vision? Mm. I have another one, too, that's quicker. I would say I'd rather sit through It's Tough to Be a Bug because it's in Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. Well, Kermit the Frog is not very happy with your answer. Don't care. Oh. Kermit's sad. I would go with Muppets myself. Um, and with that being said, I'm probably one of the few people you would find that enjoys It's Tough to Be a Bug. Um... However, again, I'm one of the few people you'll probably find left that is a big fan of the Muppets still. Um, 
so I, I enjoy Muppets Vision. And then also one more for you really quick. Would you rather sit through Philharmonic or, and I know your answer, uh, Little Mermaid Show? Little Mermaid, hands down. I would rather sit through Philharmonic. Well, you're wrong. No, I'm not. Yes. No. And I feel like that is a little uh, biased on Kelsey because every time we've gone to see Philharmonic, it's always been one of the longest waits for some strange reason. All right, so last category, entertainment. The first one needs no explanation and is brought to us by COVID-19, parades or cavalcades? I would go with parades. I'm going to say the opposite with cavalcades. What's your reason for parades versus cavalcades? You can plan more around the parades. The cavalcades are random, and while it's cool when you stumble upon it and you're like oh man this is so awesome the parades you can plan around and they're usually more extravagant i say cavalcades because it just brings that little extra magic when you happen upon it um i'd say we when you happen upon them and everyone is in the moment and it's not so planned to me it's like this is what disney magic is all about yeah but when you see the maleficent dragon breathing fire down Main Street. It's also That's, Disney magic. It is. Yeah, you're right. But I still vote cavalcades. All right. So sing-alongs. For the first time in forever, Frozen, sing-along, or Bells, sing-along, Beauty and the Beast. While I thoroughly enjoyed Bells the last time, I mean, there's no question. For the first time in forever... I will see that show again. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say for the first time in forever, Frozen as well. The show has had many different um, iterations. Every iteration is great. I enjoy it. I love the banter that happens. I mean, it's one of those that is phenomenal in every way. And if you ever get a chance to go on YouTube, look up the shows with Equity Ben. They are hilarious. All right, so taking it to Animal Kingdom and shows that involve animals, animated or real, Up Bird Show or Festival of the Lion King? Well, I know what my mom would rather see every single time. I would have to say Festival of the Lion King. So, Which doesn't actually feature real animals. I know, that's why I said animated or real animatronic but continue <laughs> so i'm gonna pick um up bird show one i love up two i am my king's better always reminded of miss ellen when we watch this show and i am very sentimental and i am too i feel like she's right there with us when we're watching it she'll be trying to catch the birds <laughs> while we're watching it she could not do the thing where you hold your hands out and the bird flies through because she would try to hug the bird. <laughs> All right. Singing continuous performers that are there no matter what time of year you go. Voices of Liberty or Dapper Dance? Ooh. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to start this one off. Thank you. Voices of Liberty. It's something about seeing them while they're not performing there with COVID-19. Maybe they're back there now. I haven't been there recently. But when they sing where they typically sing in the halls and it echoes and you're sitting on that floor and you're looking up to the, um, you know, the arched ceilings above you. It just takes you back to like, you're in the center of it all when it should have been happening in that time frame. And it's that simple yet immersed feeling that you get that like draws me in and takes me back to like wherever they are. Um, mm, this one's hard. Both. No, I'm kidding. Um, since you picked one, oh, as much as I really enjoy the Dapper Dance, I would have to go with, if I had to hear one or the other, I would have to pick Voices of Liberty. The harmonization between all of them is just unmatched. All right. Last of mine happily ever after or phantasmic hi right, your mama um i'm i'm gonna go with happily ever after and i'm gonna go with phantasmic give your reason i love mickey i love the water i love the um the pyro i love the people on the boats i love the fact that they're partying i love everything about it i love the atmosphere it creates and to me it is the epitome of disney and i would agree with all that and fantastic is a fantastic show uh it has never brought me the tears true happily ever after has brought me to tears See, the the iconicness of Happily Ever After brings me to tears. But I have literally been standing in front of the castle and literally had tears in my eyes watching the show. Um, and that's all. They also Happily Ever After song. I will play that on repeat consistently. <laughs> it's like my hype song. It's one of mine. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so my, uh, Ooh, let's see here. Here's a, here's a good one. Uh, would you rather watch the original wishes or bring back illuminations? Watch the original wishes. Illuminations. It was great. Don't get me wrong. Of all of the nighttime spectaculars, it was my least favorite. I think you just saw and just witnessed the end of Brooks and Kelsey with that phrase. <laughs> um, and see, I I have seen both. I would bring back Illuminations. There's just you want to talk about iconic. Illuminations was iconic, and just the perfect end to any Epcot day. I'm sure Harmonious is going to be spectacular. I just don't know how it's going to be able to live up to Illuminations. We shall see. Wonder when they'll finally make that happen. 
I don't know. It looks like they're either uh, creating the Stargate in the middle of the lagoon or they're finally finishing the water features. All right, guys. Well, that was our Would You Rathers for the week. We um, are changing up our topics every week in hopes to find what entertains you the most and and what we enjoy doing the most. Yeah. And also, I mean, you... I don't think you want to hear the same thing every week. We don't want to talk about the same. We don't want to talk about the same thing every week. We we have the general consensus. It's going to be Disney related. Uh, if we ever go to Universal, one may be Universal related. <laughs> uh, we may have to. That may have to be like Walkers on City Walk or something like that. <laughs> but I mean, we don't. If you just talk about the same to- same thing every week, you're going to get tired of it. So switching it up is fun. And we would love to hear suggestions from you, our listeners. If you have any suggestions, you can email us at walkersonmainstreet at gmail.com or you can message us on Instagram at walkersonmainstreet. And if you also have any any Joffrey's recommendations for me or any Disney-related coffee you would like me to try, you can let me know or... You can message me and send me a bag. I will gladly accept gifts and review them on air. (laughs) With that being said, we are (coughs) choking currently on our coffee. (coughs) Are you okay? Yes. (coughs) With that being said, one thing we are continuously doing monthly is interviewing a magic maker. We have some magic makers in the wings that we are hoping to set up interviews with soon. If there's a um, influencer or um, magic small shop that you would like to see us interview, let us know in the comments. We would love to share more Disney magic with you. Yeah, and don't forget to describe to to describe. Don't forget to describe our podcast and subscribe on wherever you listen your podcast on, because those are words. Uh, the end we, of this is yeah, we have are to be scratched. No, it's not. We're just gonna roll with it, babe. <laughs> it, we are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. Uh, we're all on most platforms where po- your podcasts are found. Yeah, and if they're listening, they don't really need to know where were they found because they've already found us. I mean, maybe they're listening to us with a friend and they need to know where they can subscribe to and describe it to them. Until next time, guys. See you real soon. And may the spires keep you. Take 5,286. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, let us know. We would love to connect with you on Instagram at Walkers on Main Street. While you're at it, screenshot the episode you enjoyed and post a picture in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us in your post. That way we can show you our appreciation. See you real soon. Are you still here? Good. This is the secret outro from Starbrooks. I just wanted to say again, thank you for listening to our podcast. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe at wherever you listen to your podcast from. Until we meet again, this is Starbrooks, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>